morning. Welcome to Entrepreneur Life with me, Joel Camp. And I am an entrepreneur in the dark. So I'm back from New Zealand. I got back yesterday um, about midday-ish. Got back home at about two. Just hung out at home really. Got the house sorted. Just do this because it is five in the morning. Everything is obviously dark. Just going in here a sec. Right, just turn the lights on. There we go. Boom, there it is. We're in the gym. So it is five o'clock in the morning. Um, everyone else is to sleep. Just made a fire in the house. So we got back yesterday. Sorry, that's what I was saying. Fucking hell. Best entrepreneur video ever. Um, got back yesterday uh, afternoon and we've got home and we basically just spent the afternoon turning the house back on. That sounds a little bit extreme. Um, it is pretty much exactly what it says on the tin, which is um, we have to turn the house back on because we turn, um, uh, the way our heating system works, it's all turned off at the moment. So that was off. The water's off. Most of the electrics are off. So we just shut the entire house down because we're away obviously for five weeks. We have people coming in and checking and obviously the alarms and stuff like that, but it's just shut down. So we got back yesterday, turned everything back on, made sure everything was working, checked for, we live in the countryside, so checking for things like mice and stuff like that, which all seemed good, cleaning up a few spiders, getting the fires going, getting the house warm and stuff like that, basically. So got up this morning, the timers are obviously still out a little bit because it's fucking freezing, mate, fucking freezing. Uh, five o'clock, I kind of woke up at four, the lady sort of stirred and woke up. So I've got up, I thought, oh, fuck it, I'll get to the gym. So this is why I look a little bit haggard. Um, I'm operating on a normal amount of sleep, just my time clock's a few hours out. So I'm gonna go for a run now, little gym session, about 45 minutes. Then I'm gonna have some breakfast, showered, dressed. I've got some work to do today. We're gonna pick the dogs up today. Um, and then really just dithering around the house, kind of getting bits sort of sorted, kind of just back to normal life because tomorrow I'm back in the office, back at work properly. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much what's going on at the moment. It was a lovely, lovely time in New Zealand. I'm going to do an entire episode dedicated to New Zealand, um, which will be coming up soon, talking about what I want to do, what I want to achieve and some of the other bits and pieces um, and stuff like that. And really, now it's just a case of, right, okay, let's just get back into English mode because we've not exited work mode or um, education mode because we do those all the time anyway. So now it's just back in a different time zone and back into English mode. So that's me. I'm going to go for a run um, and I'll see you in a few hours. Later. That's me done. I'll a 40 minute run. It's cold. It's warmer now, but it was, it was chilly. Um, not a lot to say really, feeling a little bit better, still feeling a little bit tired. Um, I'm going to have some breakfast and then think about what my, what my day is going to sort of pan out like. Like I said, I've got a few bits I need to do, um, see how Emma and the kids are getting on. And then I'm just waiting for the sun to come up as well. It's really bizarre, kind of just that shift because, as I say, because I was working and living in New Zealand, it wasn't a holiday as, as people tend to think, it's a five-week holiday, it's not. So I'm still very, it's not like I have to come back. I'm like, oh shit, there'll be loads of emails. I know that there's only like eight emails in my email box because I've been doing them. And because I fly back on the weekends, which is purposely done for a couple of reasons. But one of the reasons is because then when I get back, 
I'm not coming back to like tons of emails. So yeah, anywhere from 50 to 200 emails a day, basically. So um, it's, it, it just means that I'm not suddenly going, oh shit, I've got to catch up, which is what everybody hates when they go away on holiday is that idea when you come back, you just have tons and tons and tons of emails to sort through. It takes you days to sort through. It's so unproductive working like that. And I'm still surprised that, I'm not surprised, but that both companies and employees operate like that. And, and to a degree, I wonder whether it's more the employee's responsibility or the company's responsibility. So I've got this thing where one of our managers had said to me once about, they, they had a team of, they had a team of, they've got a team of three, but they had a team of two at the time. And they're saying that when one goes on holiday, the other one just picks up their workload. And I was like, what? And they were like, well, when this person goes on holiday, the other one will pick up their workload for, for the week or two weeks they're away. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. And they were like, no, that's, that's, that's exactly what happens. I was like, that's ridiculous because what you're saying is that when this person goes away, this person's gonna have to work twice as hard for the week or for the two weeks. And they, and they sort of went, oh, no, because they're just picking up their emails and stuff. I said, no, no, no. If you've got somebody in an actual role, full time, and they go away and somebody else has to do that role, they're doing that work. Either that person's not doing enough, there isn't enough for them to do, or the other person's having to pick up an extra week's worth of work. So that means you've got one employee, and for this instance, they're actually away for 10 days. So I had one employee that was then doing two jobs for 10 days. I was like, that's not how we work. You have to, you have to think beyond that. You have to think about how you can manage that workload between an entire team or how you bring somebody else in to support it for that time that people are away. You can't just issue the workload to somebody else. That's not fair. Um, otherwise, what happens in your team is when somebody goes on holiday, everyone else is like, oh, fuck, we have to do your work which is just crazy because then that's not fun for anybody. So <clears throat> I do think there's a definite responsibility there for the employer to make sure the systems and processes are in place and to make sure the management team understand this is our culture, this is the way we operate. And when I compare it to some of our other businesses, that was one of the office-based businesses, when I compare it to our tourist attraction, if a CSA goes away, for example, so somebody that's on the front line <clears throat> dealing with customers on the desk, doing emails, doing phone calls, social medias and such like that. If, if one of those customer facing people go away, we don't expect, we, we bring in other staff to cover those shifts. We don't even have the second CSA do two jobs. It do, doesn't work like that. So it should be the same in the offices. So I think as a company, we have a responsibility to make sure that works. But I think employees and managers definitely, but also the employees themselves have responsibility to put as much in place using the resources available to make sure that they don't come back to hundreds of emails and such like that. So they should be, you know, people put out of offices on. But if there's other people picking up your email emails or other people picking up your work, that might be the entire team, why aren't you just forwarding all of those emails to another place so somebody else in terms of the rest of the team can deal with those whilst you're away? Or <clears throat> utilize your out of office. I just hate the idea. There's different ways of doing it. Um, and I haven't quite got the solution, but I know that just passing everything to one other person is not right. But I do understand that the feeling of when you come back to work and there's potentially tons of emails to catch up on is just really unproductive. So that's something that should be resolved. That is one of the reasons why I like to travel on weekends, because by the time I get back, I know I'm not going to have that. Um, but yeah, like I say, back to it. So I'm going to go in and uh, make sure the house is warm, get something to eat. Um, and yeah, basically get on with my day. Thought I would just show you a quick breakfast of Joel. Um, so I have this most days. I'll show you here it is. 
I know how this is going to sound. So uh, quite regularly, I'll have... Um, uh, I forgot what they are. I'll have, I'll have muffins, um, avocado, and some salmon, uh, some smoked salmon with some black pepper. Um, that's my breakfast, um, generally most days. I'm very aware of how that sounds. I'm very aware of the um, elegance of it. It's the wrong word, but like, you know, smoked salmon, avocado for breakfast. Don't get me wrong, sometimes I drive past McDonald's. Um, but most of the time I'll have that, occasionally cereal. Um, but yeah, generally it's muffins, avocados, salmon, sometimes eggs. Um, it's a, quite a rich, but a really good, healthy, filling breakfast. Um, and it gets me going, and then I don't normally have lunch. So, anyway, for breakfast. 20 minutes later. Just getting ready to go get myself sorted and set up for the day. And my phone pinged. I had a message. Well, I, had a, I was tagged, actually, in a local group that I'm part of um, in Shrewsbury. Part of loads of different groups, both in, in Somerset, in Shrewsbury, and funny enough, in New Zealand as well, which is really cool. So I get to see what's going on in different places. But somebody tagged me in because someone else had taken, uh, one of their friends had taken a really cool photo of the prison. So I'm going to get Paul to do his thing and drop in here. Check out how cool that is. Uh, of course, if you're listening to this on a, on a podcast, then you'll just have to imagine it, but it's cool. Later. What's that? I'm filming. You're filming? What are you filming? Oh, shit. So you are. And we've just come in to play pool. I have. Uh, what time is that? I'm not sure. It's, it's uh, quarter past nine. So I've been to the gym. I've had breakfast. Started sorting the stuff out. I've just gone and cut a load of firewood because that's the thing. That's the thing. We're living in the countryside. Is our heating is rubbish? Oh, that's not the thing. We're living in the countryside, but our heating is rubbish. It all needs ripping out. Look how many pipes are up here behind me. All needs ripping out. Starting again. We've been here for four years. We haven't done it yet. It is the job for this spring. Let's get the guys in, rip out the entire heating system, the entire water system, replace the whole lot. It is a my monstrous shot. job. It's my shot. We're going to have to move out the house for three weeks, which is why we're waiting for kind of beginning of um, late spring, I think, because we might go into uh, a B&B over the road. We might go um, into tents in the garden. That's that's what I'm saying. Let's go into tents, but we're, just, we're, we're going to play that right here and see what happens. But we need to do the heating. So anyway... So we've got a couple of log burners. So I've been out this morning to cut a load of kindling, which I've just done. I've just had another cup of tea and had a wander around the garden with Emma just to have a look at how it's all looking. It looks really good. House is doing really, really well. Found uh, one small leak out the back. One of the outside pipes has got a crack in it. So it's, um, when we turn the water back on, water started spurting out of it. So just to sort that and now I've put a proper fix on it. We've lost uh, a light fitting. Um, in terms of the actual switch, that's got to be done, a few other little bits and pieces, but not bad considering it's a 250-year-old house, well, 220 years old, and it's been closed for five weeks. Um, so yeah, it's all right. I'm just going to have a quick game pool with Jonah, and then we're going to sort our golf stuff out, mate. Yeah, we're going to sort our golf stuff out. Then you guys are going to sort out all the stuff in the front room, and I'm going to do some work. Whilst I'm working, because I'm going to work up in the dining room, I'm going to keep an eye on you too, make sure you're doing all the, all the right stuff in the front room. And then Mummy's going to get the dog soon. That's it for the moment. 10.15, just about to open up and start emails. I've seen a few things pop through this morning that I can already see. I'm like, oh man, what's this? Like, nothing too drastic. But I have seen one, which I, I kind of knew was coming, or I knew was there. Um, there is just 
just such a kick in the gut. It's so annoying. It's a, it's one that I can't, I, I, I will talk about, but I can't talk about too much at the moment. It's something that's, uh, it, it's, it is an employee issue, um, which we're, which we're looking at, or the team are looking at and, and going through. And it's just one of those that, you know, we work so hard. Everyone works so hard to do as much as we can for our people. We really are built to look after our people. That is literally at the core of every single business, every single thing we do, every vision, every um, mission statement, every uh, piece of our values is committed to how we support our people. So then when somebody comes back, not to say we haven't done that, but to accuse us of things that just clearly aren't true, is a real kick in the gut and, and you obviously have to go through the process unfortunately so that's what I'm going to look at now. Um, not the ideal way to start coming back to it so I'll just have a quick look at the email. I won't delve too much into that today. I'll have a quick flick through it. Mainly I'm just going to go through everything. I've got to get my diary back into UK time. I'm just going to do that first. Uh, have a quick look at these. Just make sure I've got everything sorted for the next few days. A few little bits of work. Probably about two, maybe three hours of work and I'll be calling it a day. This is super exciting. I thought I'd share this with you. Check this out. Hello. Who's come back home? Hey, who's come back home after five weeks away? Yeah. Can you come say hello? Hmm. Oh, I've got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Sit. Hold on. Sit. Stay. Stay. Ah, 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 sit. Come back there. So, ah, sit. Django, come. Sit. Come. Sit. Down. Okay. Such a good dog. Okay, come here then. Oh, who's a good dog? Who's a good dog, eh? Who's a good dog? Well done. Well done. Yeah, I got it, I got it. Sometimes they drive me mad. But generally, they're amazing. And it's good to have them back. So, right, crack on. I've got to go and sort out my suitcase, unpack all my washing. I've done about an hour's worth of work. I'm going to do that. Then I'm going to come back, do another little bit, make some lunch, a few more little bits. Um, just kind of like delving between the two, really. Um, I'm also going to give Lauren Watkins a call and see what she's up to. This is another one of those bad ones that makes me look like a right prick. Yesterday when we got back, one of the first things we did is, um, well, there's not really a good way of putting this, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say it, uh, was we fill back up our hot tub. Um, it takes about an hour and 20 minutes, hour and a half to fill up our hot tub. Put it on yesterday, um, turned it on yesterday evening, so it should now be pretty much up to temperature. Um, so let's check it out. So a little bit of like, it was all frozen this morning, so just a little bit of water left, but should. Oh, look at that. Beautifully clear and clean. With a bit of luck, this will say 40 degrees. Ah, oh, 40 degrees, that is good to use. Oh, that is beautiful, beautiful. So that is gonna be me later on, getting into my hot tub with a whiskey, the first time in five weeks, chilling the fuck out. That's gonna happen later. And in a couple of months, and get that bad boy going. Not the dog, that's a girl. The pool. And it is an absolutely beautiful day. 
So I'm just gonna take that in. The sun is shining. It's actually really warm. It's quite nice. I've still got a jumper and jeans on. First time I've worn jeans in like five weeks. Um, there you go. There you go. And I'm aware of how it sounds and, you know, the pool and the hot tub and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, the reality is they're lovely things. And the reality is I've worked super hard. I've been incredibly poor at different points in my life. I've been comfortable and now I'm more comfortable. And, you know, that is the reality of the situation. And I'm not going to shy away from that. Some people will look at that and go, you flashy bastard. Um, but then if you see the car I drive, you disagree with that. Also, I put in so, so much work. Um, but that's because I enjoy it. And then these are sorts of, these are the things that come out the back of that, that you can choose to or to not have. Um, but yeah, I'm, I won't shy away from those kind of things. And there's still loads of stuff to sort out as well. It's not, it's not always as pretty as it looks. As I said earlier, I've got no bloody heating in the house. Absolutely freezing. So ugh, outside this morning, cutting wood. Um, the door's a little bit broken as well. Anyway, and you can see like all these bloody painting has got cold. So go have some lunch. Well, as I always say, you should share the positive with the negative, with the challenging and everything that comes with it. I have just signed off all the VAT. Um, it should have actually been done. Well, today is the deadline. Normally, we're pretty good and we actually do it, you know, I'd say sort of middle of the month before. We'd have to submit till the 7th of like the month after. But normally we've done it about three weeks to spare and then we'd submit sometime in that in that journey. But because obviously I've been away, I've just waited. So I've done it today, done the transfers today. So it's all fine. So it's all gone through fine. It's all been filed on the right day. We've just left it to the very last day, which is normally we would do it beforehand. And um, the VAT was quite high this time around um, across uh, the businesses I've just I was just about to say which <laughs> gotta be careful about what I say here. Um uh, across the business I've just done so three companies I've just done the VAT for and the claim was just over fifty thousand pounds um in terms of we have to pay HMRC. So I've just paid fifty grand, just over fifty grand to HMRC um for our VAT across three different businesses. And that's Positives and negatives, I would say. It's really, really positive because we are obviously making money, which is good. Otherwise, we wouldn't have VAT to pay. We're making decent money, which is which is good. Otherwise, we wouldn't have VAT to pay. Um, and we've got the money in the bank to pay the VAT. I can remember my very, very first company that I had a VAT bill coming, or it came in, and I didn't have any money in the bank to pay. I just didn't have any cash. I remember ringing up HMRC as a really naive um, first-time business owner and being like, hey, I owe this money, I haven't got it, uh, what do I do? And the guy was so, so hard, so rude, so mean. He was just like, why haven't you got our money? And I was like, well, it's not your money. He said, no, no, it is our money. You collect VAT, which is money on behalf of HMRC. It's not yours. You just hold on to it for us. Where's our money? And I was like, fuck. Um, so yeah, anyway, so that was late. So, uh, and that was really bad. And I, I sort of had to go through the process. So I paid the VAT in the end, but it was just like, fuck, 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 fuck with a new company. It was really difficult. Um, and then with this 
group of businesses. And certainly when I started, I remember when I first started Shreds Prison back in 2015, and the first VAT bill we had, which was about 27 grand, somewhere, I think it was, no, 17, sorry, I think it was 17,000 pounds. And I can remember at the end of the first quarter seeing the bill and going, shit, 17 grand. But it was in the bank, and I was so happy bouncing around that I had the money in the bank and I could pay the VAT. I almost wanted to ring up HMRC and speak to the dude and go, hey, right, another company, got this. This is a bit VAT, well, the money's in your account. Um, so that's just really nice. Being able to pay your bills is really good. So anyway, so on a positive, just paid out the 50-odd K, which means it's all done, all settled, so we're all up to, up to where we should be with HMRC, which I'm really, really like. Um, we're actually getting to that threshold now where I think we might have to convert to monthly payments, like DD payments on, that, on a month-by-month -month basis, which again just shows good growth. The negative side, our bank balances are now 50-odd K less than they were 10 minutes ago, which kind of sucks. Um, so yeah, is what it is, but I just thought I'd share that with you. So that's done. Um, 50 grand lighter now. Uh, we have got some big bills coming up and we're buying a building. So we need to make sure we get our heads down, keep everything nice and slim and trim. Make sure we're driving the income. Make sure we're managing the expenditure. Um, continue to make more money than we're spending. We're all good days and our, asset, our assets are going to go through the roof. Our cash is going to come down. But you know that's that's business, and you know it is, it is about balancing those those books and making it all work and looking ahead of time. And now I've got a good team around me, um, and a good team underneath me to deal with all those kind of different aspects. So I just need to now just keep it driving forwards, keep it driving forwards, keep it driving forwards. So on to my next job, which I'm going to take a break from work now. I'm going to go fix the gate lock, the lock on the gate, the lock on the gate because it's a little broken. Anyway, that's me for now. Just had some dinner. Absolutely knackered. It's just hit me. It's just hit me like a ton of bricks at 5.30. Super tired. So I'm just going to chill out for 20 minutes or so. And then I've got a few uh, emails and little bits and pieces to do. But that's pretty much then me done for the day. And then early night ready for tomorrow. No, before an early night, a hot tub and whiskey. And then off to bed. And then cracking back on with it tomorrow. Two hours later. Right, I'll be honest, I fell asleep. <laughs> so I sat down for what was supposed to be, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes, just to have a little um, chill, really. Uh, threw something on the TV, and I woke up like two hours later, which is a bit shit. So I'm just now, I'm, I'm up, I've done a few more bits, put away a few more clothes, gonna have a cup of tea, and I'm actually just gonna call it a night, go to bed, get some sleep, and then tomorrow, get back at it, nice and fresh, nice and early, day back in the office um, and just crack on. So I'll do a couple of posts in the morning um, to add to this. And I'm going to send the whole lot over to Paul, which he'll love because it's going to be one just big stack of stuff and he can order it all and uh, do, his, do his magic thing. I filmed it all the other way up as well today, I think. So um, that's it. That's me out. And I'll see how we are tomorrow. Early the next morning. Good morning. It is four o'clock in the morning. 10 past four, just gone. Um, it's Wednesday. I've been awake since about quarter to three, so about an hour and a half, just lying in bed and thinking. And it's one of those, one of those things as an entrepreneur that you just have. It just it just comes, which is dealing with stress and challenges and problems at varying different points and how how you cope with it. And I'm sure there's people out there, some entrepreneurs that cope with it very very well, and I'm sure there's some that don't cope with it well at all. Um, I like to think I'm somewhere in the middle. Um, as an entrepreneur, I like to, that's kind of where I tend to put myself generally. Um, 
Do I? No, that's a lie. I don't. I like to think of myself as a lot. It's <laughs> a lot higher than average. Fucking so much higher than average. Jesus, I don't even know why I said that. No, I, I think of myself as... There's a scale. I put myself right up in the fucking 90 percentile. Anyway, um, I've been doing this for a long, long time. And this has happened to me many, many, many times before where I'm worried or concerned about something or numerous different things. And it it's really weighs on me very, very heavy. And then I struggle to sleep. Um, and I struggle to get to sleep necessarily, but I go to sleep on a bad vibe. And I'll wake up in the early hours, two, three in the morning, and I just can't get back to sleep because my mind starts to whirl. And I wake up and I'm like, oh, that's the problem. And I start like whirling through it. And I can tell you all the cracks in my ceiling, all the lines, all where the light comes through. I can tell you every single little minute detail about the house I live in now, about the house I used to live in, about the house before that, because I've spent hours and hours and hours awake, staring at ceilings, kind of worrying about things, thinking about things. Will this work? Won't that work? Will that go really, really well and see us jettison off to something new? Will it see us fail? And like, you know, what happens if we can't make our payments? We can't pay our staff. And what does that look like? And you start to kind of spiral it into, you know, the, the bad side and you start to grow it into the good side. Anyway, that's one of those things that's happened this morning. I've, like I said, I've got up. Um, I've woken up and I've just been spiraling in, in, in my own head in terms of like the positives and negatives and kind of where I go. There was no way I was going back to sleep. What I've done in the past is, in my old house, I would get up and I would go downstairs and have a cup of tea and I'd start work. And that would be my process to work through it. And it was just so unhealthy because then I was just going from thinking about it to actually then just working on it. And now what I do is, and I don't do it very often because it doesn't happen as often as it used to, which is good. But now what I do is I get up and I go to the gym. So I've got a quarter past four. I've got myself a banana. There it is. I'll show you my banana. I'm going to have a banana. Um, and I'm going to do a wake session. And, you know, 20 past four in the morning when I get started in a sec. And I'm just going to smash out a wake session, put on some loud music in my head and just fucking go for it. Push, 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 push. Because that will get my mind into somewhere different. It will get my body into somewhere different. It's good and healthy for me. Look at me holding my banana like I'm a, mon- like, like I'm a monkey. It's my banana. Um, you're not having it. Um, and that will just get me into a different frame, a different place. And then when I start work, whatever time I get in this morning, it's probably going to be about 7, 30, 8 o'clock. Um, I'll be in a much clearer headspace. I should be able to do an awful lot more um, throughout the day. So... Yeah, this is the, the, the downside, I guess, or one of the downsides of being an entrepreneur. It is also, before I had my own gym in my house, it was really hard to deal with this kind of stuff, which I, I used to have to do regularly because I didn't have the outlet. So I would just start work. And now that I've got the outlet, it's so much nicer to be able to do something like that. So it doesn't happen very often that I'm part of the 4am club. But when it does, I'm really happy that I've got this facility to be able to use. It's Joel out. That's my gym session done. So just around about an hour. Um, oh, I can't hear myself. Um, feels so much better. I haven't thought about any problems the whole time. It's been really nice. I've refocused. Um, it's still dark outside. Still pitch black. It's obviously quarter past five in the morning. 
I'm going to go in, I'm going to make some banana and blueberry muffins, some sugar-free banana and blueberry muffins. Well, a little bit of sugar, um, pretty much sugar-free. Um, banana and blueberry muffins, I've got those um, uh, ready for breakfast and stuff because they're lovely. And I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to have probably a cup of tea and go sit in the hot tub for half an hour, 20 minutes, maybe half an hour. Um, and I'll get up and I'll have a shower, I'll get dressed and I'll head myself out to work. Pretty much the end of the video, I'm just going to show you my banana and blueberry muffins and I'm going to throw it all over to Paul and he's going to edit it up today. My muffins are done and good to go in. I've made a bit of a mess on the tray, which is a really unchefy thing to do. And on the worktop, fuck me. Um, but they're done, they're good, they're ready to go in. So I'm going to get those in the oven and that's going to be the start of my breakfast. And whilst they're cooking, I'm going to have a cup of tea, jump in the hot tub, um, and yeah, then shower, get ready for work. So just throw these in the oven. Here we go, moment of truth. How are our muffins? Uh, shit, we're getting too close. Shit, 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 shit. They look pretty fucking good in fairness. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I don't even need to check to see if they're cooked. I know they're cooked. Years of being a chef, I can tell. Oh, they're beautiful. Look at that. That's a beauty. Look at that. Look, 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 look. Oh, the blueberry. I'm a bit of a banging chef, I've got to be honest. Um, 90 percentile, so <laughs> I'm fucking not as a chef. But anyway, um, I'm going to leave those there now, uh, cool down, and then we'll try them in a little while. 12 seconds later. Check out the top of my hot tub. That's how cold it is this morning. <laughs> it's ridiculous, but I've got a cup of tea and some water. Look at that. Hold on, just get a towel off. But look at this. This is one of the things I love. Living in the countryside, look at that, the moon's out, it's pitch black still. I'm just gonna, I can even chuck the lights on if I wanted to in the tub. I'll just have them rolling on, I think we'll go for a nice light blue this morning. And uh, I'm gonna open the whole thing up today. There we go. So in a second, this will be my view. I'm sat here looking up at the moon. It's gonna be amazing. See you shortly. So that's me, 10 to seven, ready to go to work. Um, I'm just gonna pack my stuff, put my car on to heat up because it's freezing. Um, it's completely frozen, so I put my car on to warm up. Just finishing off, packing my stuff, I'm gonna head into work. Um, I'm gonna send this over to Paul, let him do the edit and see what comes out. Um, I'm sure it's gonna be amazing because Paul's great and stuff like that. I'm going to keep doing these kind of little videos like this. I'm just going to get Paul to churn them and edit them and just chuck them up on Entrepreneur Life. Just because I think it's just, for the moment, it's just the way I want to do it. Anything specific you want to hear about or you want me to talk about or anything along those lines, do post a comment and I'll do that. Um, but yeah, thanks very much for watching um, and we'll see you on the next one. So that's been Entrepreneur Life with me, Joel Campbell, and I am an entrepreneur.